0: The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to, Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks.
1: Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? This is Jonathan Marks with Health Media, and we're so happy to have you here today. This is going to be me talking with you. I decided uh, just to do this show by myself. Uh, and really spend some time with you. Remember, Go to Health is where you can elevate your life with expert health news you can use. And we're on Voice America, where you may be listening to us now. Uh, we're also on seven podcast networks: Google, Amazon, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and we also have video on our website at go2healthmedia to slash video. If you like the show, please tell your friends. We've already had 10,000 downloads of our show in both audio and video, and I'm so pleased and grateful for that. So thanks for being with us today. So what I want to talk about today is who we can be when we go to health. I came up with this name. Um, I know it has a little bit of a connotation, but I really like the idea of go to health because it's really something we can do. And it's really uh, something we can be active, an active process in our lives where we just are not a consumer of health or a consumer of doctors or pills, but we really take an active part in developing our own health. So I'd like to ask a couple of questions about you and your health and have you think about this as I ask the questions. And then we can kind of develop perhaps some goals for you. We know that the holiday season has just begun. Uh, We've got the big holidays coming up at the end of the year here. You're gonna be with lots of family, maybe eating food that is good for you or not so good for you. Um, So the question is, where are you in your state of health? So let me ask you some questions. And I want you to think about this for yourself And when you get to a chance where you can write this down with your computer or a pen and pencil and paper, Uh, do, because I think it's really worth thinking about this. What would you say is the state of your overall health? I want you to think about that for a minute. What are your health issues? Where are you well? What is strong about your health? Let's list. Let's, I'm sorry, let's list the strengths you have about your health. Let's also list what needs improvement. What, where are you, where are you weak? Every one of us uh, depends on the stage of our lives, but we run into health issues, whether it's a, a weak knee or a bad ankle or something internal. We've all got health issues at some point in our lives. So I'd like you to take a short assessment for yourself as we end this year of 2021, what's the state of your health? And I'd like to think you to think about, uh, you know, along with this, what the state of your health is, what health goals do you have for this new year? Now, I know it's such a famous thing, and I'm sure you are aware of this, that right in January, um, if you try to get into a fitness center or a gym near you, it is jam-packed. And that's because... Everybody has made New Year's resolutions, which last on average about two months. Um, You know, the gyms are just jam-packed in January, and maybe February starts dying off in March, and by April, it's back to normal. But the question is, what kind of health habits can you set up that become part of your lifestyle? Whether it's going to the gym how many times a week, whether it's working out how many times a week whether it's going for a walk with the dogs. Um, and if, if somehow you're infirm in some way, what kind of exercise can you be doing that strengthens your health? Why don't you take a moment and think about that. I know one of my, my challenges right now is that I was so good at going to the gym before COVID and um you know, I just had to stop going for my own health and safety. And I really got out of shape. And in the past three or four months, as we've opened back up, I haven't gone back to the gym yet, but I have bought myself and I've been gifted for my recent birthday, some health equipment. So I've kind of got a little home gym set up. And now it's an issue of how many times a week am I going to use it? And it's really all about developing habit. And it's not starting out You know, don't try to overdo it. Do a little bit at a time. So it's like we've talked about this before on the show. When you go to lift weights, you don't start out with 300 pounds. You start out with 10 or 15 or five, even five pounds and start working up to it. So, you know, as you think about setting a goal, don't set your goal too high. Make it small little changes that you can take in your life that will make your health better. Now, we've done a lot of shows on, we've done, this is our 26th show, and we've really dealt with a lot of health issues that I hope you've enjoyed, and obviously you have, because um, we've got 10,000 downloads, so I know that we're, we're hitting a nerve here in terms of what kind of topics we covered. So we've covered ADHD, we've covered getting and staying fit and healthy, we've talked about a better brain and eight weeks to wellness. We've talked more psychologically about the psychology of empowerment. We've talked about afterlife and getting in touch with those who have passed. We've talked about arthritis exercise and stem cell research. We've talked about medical cannabis and the update on that. We've talked about how to handle migraines And I know this is not the most pleasant one, but we've also talked about funeral planning and how you can best take a very difficult situation and get through that productively. We've talked about how neuroscience can help you reach your goals. We've talked as well with Dr. Judy Ford about why we age. She's written a book called that, Why We Age. We've talked about tenacity in children and clinical trials and evidence-based medicine. And hypnosis, and most recently we were talking about healthy boundaries, which are a must for mental health and may be particularly important as we approach the holiday season and you are spending time with your families. I always remember one of my favorite Baba Ram Das quotes, I don't know very many of them, but was one of my favorites is, if you think you are enlightened, spend a week with your family. I always, that's a wonderful challenge. If you think you're enlightened, spend a week with your family. And so it gives you an opportunity to figure out how to respond a little bit differently in a more enlightened manner. We've also talked about yoga as a way out of fear. And then just last week, we talked about anthroposophic medicine, which is really the whole person diagnosis. So we've really covered a lot in this show, and the question is, who can we be with Go to Health? And so, what I'm asking you to do today is kind of evaluate for yourself where you are in your state of health, what your health issues are, what you're, how 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 much are you into wellness and doing that as a habit? Um, how, what is strong about your health? Give yourself some credit for what's good about your health, even if you're in the worst health. I remember another wonderful experience I had, I was in a doctor's waiting room and a nurse called for a woman and the woman stood up and she was quite elderly and infirm. And she was walking to the nurse who was gonna walk her to the doctor's office and the nurse very kindly and a very upbeat asked, so how are you today? And the woman's answer I thought was just brilliant. Parts of me are just fine. I thought that was such a brilliant answer, which means not everything has to be perfect, but that you're still here, you know, above the ground, uh, breathing, uh, doing something in life. There's something that's working in your life that you're still above ground here. And so give yourself credit for what is working in your body and what is working with your wellness. Don't put yourself down about this or that. Just really focus on what's healthy about you. And then let's also, as I said before, let's talk about what needs improvement and set up some goals. So what kind of goals might you set up for yourself? You might want to set up a goal for more healthy eating. You might want to set a goal for getting in better shape. Whatever kind of shape you're in, you can improve the shape that you're in. You can do something to improve your physical health, what would that be? Whether it's finger exercises or toe exercises, let's also talk about mentally and emotionally and spiritually. Where are you emotionally? Where are you spiritually? What could improve? And I want to talk more about that in our second segment, which is I want to talk about joy and how to be joyful in this season. But what I'm really looking to do with this with this show is who we can be when we go to health and for me what it really is is about becoming aware of the many different ways in which we can pursue wellness that's why i enjoy bringing on so many different kinds of healthcare providers and experts because we can really talk about the very different ways from very different health traditions about how you can make yourself more healthy, whether that's mentally, spiritually, emotionally, or physically. Those are kind of the four worlds we live in. It's the, your body, your emotion, your mind, or your intellect, and your spirit. And the question is, how healthy are you in each one? Where are you healthy in each one of those? Are you healthy physically? Are you healthy emotionally? Are you healthy uh, mentally? Are you healthy spiritually? What can you do to improve your life in each one of those four different building blocks of your life? And one of the questions I almost always like to ask myself is which world am I really living in? Am I living in my physical world, where everything's about my physical pain or my physical wellness? Am I living in my emotional world? Um, am I satisfied emotionally or is everybody frustrating me and in my way? I just can't get what I want done. Or am I living totally in my head? You know, some people, and this is what um, we talked about last, last week with the anthroposophic medicine, some people are too much in their heads. They, they worry too much. They fret too much. They think too much. And it's better to get more into your body. And then the final realm that we can be in is spiritual. And regardless of what your religion is or what your belief is in God, we do have a spiritual part to ourselves, which is bigger than we are. It it's really, it's, it's really allows us to take ourselves out of our body and out of our intellect and out of our emotion to a higher level so that we realize that we are part of a bigger world and possibly a bigger being a supreme being, if you believe in that, but you don't have to, but it's really just coming up out of yourself, out of your animal self and really recognizing that you are part of a much bigger world. So let's take a few moments and think about that. Maybe write some notes. I'll be quiet for just a moment. Again, talk about, think about what's the state of your health and the reason I'm doing this right now, and then I'll be quiet for a moment, is we have the holidays coming up. We're going to be with family. There can be a lot of pressure. There can be a lot of joy. There, there are a lot of arrangements or travel. And what I'm encouraging you to do is take a, a, like a brief moment before all the craziness starts of the holidays and um, really take, take you know take, what do I want to say? Take a measurement. Take your temperature of your health. Where are you? Let me give you just a moment to do that. What's the state of your health? What are your health issues? Where are you well? What's strong about your health? What needs improvement? Okay, I don't wanna be silent for too long because the airwaves don't like that. But I hope you've taken some time and will take some time to think about what the status of your health is and where you think you can improve it. Um, And um, again, as the holidays come up, it can be a very difficult time for people, for many people, either someone, many of us have lost somebody due to COVID and they won't be here with us these holidays. Um, it can be very sad. How do we, you know, yes, how do we want to mourn that in a healthful manner? Or it can be stressful because you're going to be with family members. Perhaps you don't agree with them politically. Perhaps there are tensions in the family. And let's really take stock of where we are so we can come into these situations more centered. That's really what I'm looking for, is how can we be more centered as we go into the holidays and spend time with families in times that are supposed to be so really under pressure, joyful and happy. And, you know, it's almost like a pressure to be happy. I know many people have um, opted out of New Year's Eve celebrations because it's too much fake happiness. Not that you have to do that, but it's just a time when there's lots of expectation for being happy and connected. And you may not be feeling that way. So, I'm really hoping with this show that we can take stock of ourselves, of our health, that we can learn from different health practitioners who have different expertise from different health traditions. And really, what I'm trying to do is present a variety of professionals to you so that you can take in information and consider how you'd like to run your life and get more control over your life, including your health at all four stages, physical health, emotional health, mental health, and spiritual health. So if you have ideas for yourself, I'd like you to write them down and write down some goals for yourself. You can write down a big goal if you want, but break that into pieces so that you show yourself steps to get there. So you don't overwhelm yourself with trying to do too much all at once or just at the beginning. I'm hoping you're finding this helpful. I'm doing this for myself. It's an important time to do this as we kind of reassess the year and take a look at the new year. And therefore, I think it's good to be prepared and and not go in just to be bounced around. Okay? So Develop a plan for yourself. Thanks for listening to me on this. I appreciate it. What I want to talk about in our next segment is joy. There is, I want, And I want to talk about joy as distinct from happiness. And it's such an important time of year when we're supposed to be joyful. But I'd really like to offer you some wisdom and some lessons in how you get to joy. And I've pulled this from different health traditions. So stay with me. We'll be back after these commercial messages and we will talk about joy and our continued path toward health. Stay with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
2: Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
1: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: you are listening to go to health radio to reach jonathan marks or his guest expert on the live program call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to jonathan marks at gotohealthmedia.com now
1: back to this week's show all right, welcome back. This is Jonathan Marks, and from we're we're in Go to Health, and we're talking about who we can be when we go to health. And in this segment, um, because this is the season of joy, um, I wanted to talk about the path to joy. I've studied this. I'd love to write a book on it someday, but I've studied joy in many different traditions: um, Jewish, Christian, African, um, many different. Um, cultures. And really, joy is defined in in many ways the same way. Let me try to distinguish about what's the difference between joy and happiness. So, happiness is what it sounds like. Happiness is what happens to you. If it's good, you're happy. And if it's not good, you're either sad or frustrated. So happiness is particularly focused on you or me. Happiness is focused on me, me, me. Are things going my way? Are things not going my way? Am I happy or am I not happy? That's kind of what joy, I'm sorry, that's kind of what happiness is about. It's what happens to you. Now, what's joy and how does it differ? Joy is not about what goes on externally. Joy is an inner state of contentment that is not tossed about by what happens. So again, joy is an inner state of contentment with who we are that is not tossed about by what happens. So joy is not necessarily something that comes and goes the way happiness does. Joy can be a a state that we are in. And what we want to do to get to joy on this path to joy is to neutralize the bad and magnify the good. That's the big message here. Joy is when you can neutralize the bad and magnify the good. So I want to give you three different um, scenarios about how you can react to things that will happen or not happen in your life, depending on what you're looking for. Let's talk about when bad things happen. First of all, When bad things happened, we're almost universally surprised. We weren't expecting it. It comes out of left field. It's a sudden announcement. It's a sudden accident. It just comes out of nowhere. And so one of the ways you can deal with a bad thing when it happens is typically we're surprised. And what we want to do is try to take away the surprise. Stop asking why me. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that happen. You know, people do when bad things happen is they ask why me. Well, the fact is that bad things happen to everybody. They really do. I, you know, you, you can even t- take a look at somebody who has the most wonderful life externally, and if you really talk with them and dig in, they've got challenges going on. They've got bad stuff that's happened. Bad things happen to everybody. So try to take away the surprise and try to take away the feeling sorry for yourself and asking the why me, because bad things just happen. What you can do instead is a couple of things. You can discover the wonder of what just happened. What can it teach you? What can it teach you about your life? What can it teach you about your expectations? Perhaps something happened that didn't meet your expectations, but it really isn't so bad. Um, perhaps you were doing a show like this one and you just didn't get the audience response you wanted, but people listened. So try to discover the wonder of the bad things that happen and what it can teach you. What can you learn from the bad things that happen? The second thing is to find the blessing. Now, when good things happen, it's really easy to find the blessings. They're so apparent. But when we have hard things happen or bad things happen, there's almost always good that comes out of it. It's called hidden good. And these are blessings that are revealed with time. So let me give you some examples. And we just talked about this um, last week on the show. When somebody gets cancer, A lot of times over time, after they get over the shock of having cancer, they actually make a wonderful change in their life or they realize new things that are truly important to them that weren't so important before, or perhaps a relationship that was strained gets better all of a sudden. There are blessings that happen in bad things. And what we have to do is give it a little bit of time And because they're hidden, we almost have to look for them to find the blessing. I'd like you to think of something that, you know, challenging that happened in your life or something bad that happened and think, okay, what what good came out of that? What good, what did I learn? How did I grow? How did my relationships change? You have to find your own blessings. Even when bad things happen, no one can do it for you and you can't do it for anyone else. That's a good lesson right there. When somebody else is having a hard time, your best role is to be a witness, (coughs) excuse me. Your best role is to be a witness, to be there to comfort, but you really can't fix it a lot of the times. They have to do the work for themselves and you have to do the work for yourself. Blessings are part of your search. If you don't search and you don't work at it, there are no blessings. And there's another common saying when bad things happen is this too is for the good or this too shall pass. So even when you're in a bad situation, you want to think about, you may not know what's good in the future, but you want to, you know, be open to the idea that there will be good in the future. And so what you want to do is recognize that this bad thing will pass and it too can be for the good. And then final question I want to ask, if you believe in a God, my question to you would be when bad things happen, where is God? Is God causing this for you? Is God trying to give you a hard time? Or is this really a test, for example? that God may be giving you to see how you can survive the test and come out of it. As I mentioned before, we all have four parts to our existence. We have our body, emotions, intellect, and soul. And really the soul if, again, if you believe this, the soul lives forever. So any test that you get in this world is really just a test for time and to see how your soul handles handles it. So again, when bad things happen, try to neutralize the bad. Take away the surprise. Stop asking why me. Discover the wonder of it. What can you learn from it? Find the blessing. And you have to do this work yourself. It's not work that anybody can help you with you have to do this and you have to realize that this too is for the good and this too shall pass now let's go to the next situation how about when normal things happen and again what we're talking about here is a path to joy we're supposed to be in this season of joy so how do we get there so let's talk about when normal things happen how can we be in joy The first thing is to bless those normal things. Get away from the routine. You remember that surprise I talked about when bad things happen? (coughs) Excuse me. Got a cough here. Got a tickle. Um, When normal things happen, show the surprise you show for negative events. This is a little bit of a a conscious thing you have to do. But when something happens that's normal, you just say, wow, that happened. That's great. Show the same kind of surprise that you do for the bad stuff. Don't just save the surprise for the bad stuff. Give surprise to the normal things. Give surprise to the good things. When normal things happen, stop to think about the chain of events that had to happen to make something normal happen. The food you eat, your arrival at a place, you accomplish something. Is it really all about you and your accomplishments? How many other people helped you? What else had to happen right to have something happen for you? If you think about the food on your plate, think about, and boy, we're so particularly aware of this now with COVID and all the material shortages, but when you sit down to eat a meal, think of all the people who were involved in providing you sustenance. From the farmer who planted the seeds and raised the crops, to the trucker who brought it to the store near you, to the people who stocked the shelves in the store, to the people who supplied the gas that you used in your car to get to the store to buy the food, to the person who arranged this food on your plate and cooked it to make such a delicious meal. There's a whole chain of things that happen every day in our lives that really are not about us, but they bring us wonderful things and they're normal. They happen every day. So if you want to be in joy, start blessing the normal things in your life. Start getting away from the routine, show the surprise you show for those negative events. Now, What do we want to do when we have good things happen? Well, first of all, I think what we need to do when good things happen, and this is true for even bad things and normal things, and it's really about how you get to joy. It's about stopping, stopping for a moment to recognize what's happened. And when good things happen, show a major appreciation, either to the person who helped this, you know, happen, Um, or to God, or to your family, just show some major appreciation, show thanks and appreciation. And that actually, because you are thankful and appreciative, that actually turns on a light in others who want to please you more, because if something good happens, they realize you're going to appreciate it and be thankful, and they enjoy your appreciation and thankfulness. So if you want good things to happen to you, Show your appreciation more frequently. Your accomplishments are not simply yours. Many others supported you. Many right things happened and to make good things happen to you. So take that moment to really enjoy it. I use the word enjoy. And when I use the word enjoy, I capitalize joy to remind myself that this is about joy. So those are the three ways to handle kind of different situations in your life. When bad things happen, we talked about take away the surprise, um, discover the wonder of it, find the blessing. When normal things happen, bless them as well. Stop to think about everything else that happened that makes your life normal, that you can be thankful for. And when something great happens, show major appreciation. Take a moment now to think about what you can show appreciation for and what's good in your life. And then a last few lessons on joy, because again, this doesn't come naturally. I've learned this, I've studied this, and it's been a great benefit to me in my life. Other wisdom that I've read about, there's one that I, um, I love. It's called don't look up, look down. So a lot of times when we see people who are doing better off than we are, we kind of develop some envy and we kind of start thinking to ourselves, gee, I don't have that and I don't have this and they're so lucky and poor me. Um, Instead of looking up all the time, people who are above you, look down. Look, and I'm not saying down uh, pejoratively or judgmentally, but just look at the number of people who have less than you have, who have harder problems than you have, and the pity that they deserve from you. And if you focus on those who have less than you, you won't feel so sorry for yourself. You will become appreciative of everything you do have and everything that is working in your life, even if it's not perfect. So don't look up, look down. The second lesson that I've learned is if you have no joy, just can't find it, borrow somebody else's. Truly rejoice in their joy. You can borrow their joy at no interest and you get paid back with interest. What do I mean by that? If you truly rejoice in somebody else's joy, somebody just had a major accomplishment, they graduated, they got married, they had a baby, even if your life is having difficulty, you can can borrow their joy and you get it, it doesn't cost you anything. And look what it can do for you. When you enjoy somebody else's joy, even if you have nothing to be particularly joyful about, you get paid back with interest. What's that interest? It's your own self interest that you get. And it's completely free, completely free. Um, It doesn't cost you a thing. So try to take joy in other people's joy. The third lesson is focus on serving others. Take the focus off yourself. When we focus on serving others, we're less aware of every little thing that we've got going on. We're more aware of somebody else and we can take pleasure in seeing their pleasure at being served and their appreciation. And we can also feel good about ourselves. So if you wanna be in joy, focus on serving others and take the focus off yourself. And finally, it's a repeat of what I said before about the four different realms we live in, come up out of your physical and emotional focus and stay in your intellectual and spiritual worlds where you really are bigger than yourself, you're bigger than your physical body, and you can be much more joyful if you are not focused so much on your woes and your worries, but you are really coming up out of yourself to realize that what you're going through right now is nothing like what a lot of other people are going through that have much worse lives. Um, And it really gives yourself some perspective. So for this, as we come into the holiday season, I really wish you joy for the holiday season. And I've shared with you some lessons that I've learned in how to reach joy. It is a path. You don't get there overnight. Um, you can take some of the suggestions I've made and, again, start practicing them just a little bit at a time, one at a time. And if you'd like, um, in a, the next segment, I'm going to tell you how to get in touch with me. You can, um, you can get in touch with me. I can send you some of these lessons on joy if you'd like. I can send it to you via email, and we'll talk about that and how we can be more in communication with each other because that's what I'd like if you would. And um, we'll, we'll we'll get to know each other better and we can help each other better. I'll learn more about what you'd like to hear on this show and we can have more of a relationship. So we will be back in just a minute after these breaks and after these messages, and we will continue on with how to be in go to health and what our lives can be like. Again, this is Jonathan Marks. A pleasure being with you at this time. Grateful to be with you. We'll be right back after these messages.
2: Follow
0: us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
2: on the voice america variety channel
1: we're making it easier to listen to the voice america talk radio network live wherever you go on iphone blackberry or android download it from the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market
0: you are listening to go to health radio to reach jonathan marks or his guest expert on the live program Call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at go tohealthmedia.com. Now,
1: back to this week's show. All right. Welcome back, Jonathan Marks, with Go to Health. And we're talking today about who we can be when we go to health. We've talked about setting some goals for yourself before the holidays, before you're with all the friends and family so that you can be more centered as you go into these sometimes challenging and very joyful situations. They can be both. We've talked about joy and the path to joy. And now what I'd like to talk about is how I can help you in this next year. Um, I really want this to be an interactive program in, in many ways, and we can do this virtually virtually. Um, it, it, you know, we're so lucky that we're living in this time with so many different types of media and the way we can communicate, um, with each other. But before I tell you how we can be in touch and, and how we can work together, I wanted to tell you a little bit about my background because I don't think I've really done that in this series. And I wanted to take a little bit of time so you can get to know more about me. I've been in communications my entire career. I've been, um, I've been in large media companies in the first part of my career um, with uh, Viacom and and Pacific Bell Yellow Pages, and also I was president of one of the first four high-speed internet access companies. And then I got out of corporate life, and I started my own career in medical communications uh, because I was very interested in educating people and helping people live better lives, um, for the last, I'll just tell you about three projects that I work on other than this show, which I love. Um, since uh, 2013, um, I have been a, a trainer, a featured trainer for the US Centers for Disease Control. And I'm helping you in the way that I am helping the US, uh, the Centers for Disease Control, communicate more, clear, communicate more clearly. I just did a webinar with them in November on uh, plain writing and clear writing, clear language. Um, I've produced over 90 webinars um, from 25 different topics on scientific medical writing and public education and editing and presentation design. Um, and I keep, They keep asking me back every year and uh, 2022 will be my 10th year, which I'm very, very proud of. Um, and so I'm looking forward to continue that training. I've also been working um, since 2017 on a wonderful project that I highly recommend you visiting online. It's called newbrainnutrition.com. And this is a consortium of 18 European medical centers, university medical centers, and they are researching how nutrition and lifestyle affect mental health. Um, So not only does your... Nutrition and lifestyle affect your physical health. It also affects your brain. And about 60% of the nutrients we put in our body are used by our brain. So you really need to be aware of what your brain needs. Um, so I have helped them organize their content production and dissemination. We've had 82,000 web visits. Um, and um, the best part of the um of the website at this time is the blogs. We've got over 180 blogs on just wonderful topics on how food and lifestyle can affect your mental health. And I highly recommend you visiting that site and reading some of the blogs that interest you. It's newbrainnutrition.com. And then the final project I'll talk with about today is a project I've been working on since 2013 called ADHDinadults.com. ADHDinadults.com. And I've been working for the last eight or nine years with top ADHD experts in the field around the world. Um, We have produced... Uh, hours and hours of um, education, both for healthcare professionals and the public. We've got 40 hours of professional education. We've trained 32,000 health professionals in how to diagnose, screen, and treat ADHD. We've also produced 20 hours of public education, which you can see on ADHDandadults.com. And we've got a massive 627,000 YouTube views uh, on our our YouTube channel, ADHD in adults. So if you know someone or have ADHD yourself, and it's not, it's quite a prevalent um, disorder, about 5% of the population has that, has ADHD. And we've got just a tremendous amount of education there on the website adhdandadults.com for both health professionals and the public. So that's a little bit about my background. um, And you can kind of see why I started this show. I've got a lot of contacts in the medical and health area, both in um, Western medicine and also alternative and traditional medicine. Um, And it's really what I love about doing this show is bringing on health experts to share their knowledge. And one of the things I find most interesting on a lot of the interviews that I do is not only do we talk about the modality that they are specialists in, but I also ask everybody, how did you get into this? And I find it so fascinating to hear how these different practitioners got into their their practices, what motivated them, what their background was, what interested them. And I really find it such a satisfying... Uh, thing to number one, learn about different approaches to health and also find out what motivated these experts to get into the field themselves. So that's a little bit about me, but let me talk for the rest of the, of the, this segment here about how we can work together and how I can help you. One of the things that I want to, um, to emphasize here is that you can, um, you can communicate with me, and it's best to do so on our website. And our website is go to healthmediacom and you'll see there at the top right, you'll see a, uh, a a tab that says "Get Updates." And when you click "Get Updates," you'll see a form there where you can put in your first name, last name, email. Um, you can Put in if you're a listener or you want to be a guest speaker or a sponsor. And then there's a health topic of interest. And if you fill that out, you can put anything you want in there, um, what you'd like to learn about or what kind of goals you've set for yourself. And this puts you on our email list. I don't email very often, uh, once a week really to tell you about shows. But I tell—I I make you aware of the shows we've just uh, put up on our website and also on on um, Voice America. And so you can go listen to those shows either for the first time or again. Um, and I always find that listening to something again, uh, you get more information out of uh, information that's being shared with you if you listen to it again. We, we really can't retain as much as we would like the first time hearing something. But when you listen to things in... Um, and, you know, in it, more than one time, the information goes in a little bit deeper. Um, so I recommend that you re-listen to some of our shows if it interests you. Um, and then the other thing that I'm thinking about, when um, when people have are on our email list, I can start sending out uh, questions or projects. It, for example, if you wanted to set a goal, we can start sending, helping you set goals for yourself. And actually, if you choose to share some of the information, um, we can remind you about your goals. I know one thing that I've always found very helpful every year when I um, do my new year's, new year's resolutions, every at the end of every quarter, so March 31st, June 30th, uh, September 30th, December 31st, I take a look at my goals and I say, okay, this is what I wanted to do in, in back in December of the previous year, how am I doing? And it kind of reminds me that I've got these goals, these bigger goals for my life that can really get overtaken uh, with daily life. But if I keep these goals in front of me, either on the refrigerator or I look at them at specific times, it really does help me reach my goals um, and move on in life. What I love to do, I mean, it's important for me, and I'm sure it's important for you, is I like to have control over a certain portion of my life and not just be bandied about by what happens in life, because there's so much that happens that's random. And there's also so much that that happens to us that is blessed, as I spoke about earlier when we talked about joy. And so setting goals really helps me keep me on track for something I want to accomplish in the next year. And looking at those goals reminds me that I made the goal and also reminds me to take um, – you know, an assessment of where I am in reaching that goal. Am I, do I still have that goal? Number one, number two, do am I doing the right things? Have I outlined steps? Because a lot of times these goals are big, but we really need to break them into steps to, to take them step by step and, and get to that goal step by step. Again, it's not lifting the 300 pound weight when you first walk into the gym, but starting with the smaller weights. So break your goals down into smaller pieces that you can take advantage of and take steps on. And so, again, this is the kind of thing I'd like to help you with. I'd like to hear from you about what kind of topics you'd like me to cover on the show. I've got lots of different contacts and can bring in health providers who will provide us information that I think will be very helpful, but it'd really be wonderful to have your input and for me to know that – I'm helping you that I'm serving others because I'm, I'm very much into serving others, educating others, and helping us all in our path on this life. So let me just see here. Um, Is there anything else I wanted to cover? Um, Yeah, I think, yeah. So I think, again, what I want you to do is um, again, if you'd like to be in touch, if you'd like to get more out of this show, I'd like you to go, go to or, or visit go to healthmedia.com go to healthmedia.com and click the tab that says get updates and there you can leave your name and email information and any comments you have for me about the show or what you'd like to hear about or what kind of um help you'd like to get and um I'm not a physician. I'll say that right away. And that's what we say at the beginning of every show. We're not offering health advice, but we are offering education and you can decide what you want to do with the information you receive on the show. So anyway, I think that's about all I have for today. Thank you so much for being with us. I want to wish you, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you didn't, um, I want, uh, to remind you that there are ways and steps to, to go to joy. And if you would like my uh, the notes for my short lecture on how the path to joy, please put that into the Get Updates um, box, and I will ha- be happy to send you um, the path to joy notes that you may find very helpful, because I found it very helpful for myself. We've all had um, challenges in this life, and I, I think it's a you know it's helpful to know how to get through life with some joy in it. So I think with this I will close. Um, I want you to have a wonderful holiday season. I'd like you to have as much control, not not obsessively, but really so that you are feel that you are in control of your health and your wellness, and that you are taking positive steps. Because again, the whole purpose of this show is to elevate your life with expert health news you can use. So have a wonderful week, everybody. You can recover from Thanksgiving, and I know I am. And thanks so much for being with us. We will see you again next week. Take care, and remember, go to health.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to Go To Health Radio. Be sure to join Jonathan Marks and another health expert next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform. Until our next show, be sure to visit us on the web at go2healthmedia.com and elevate your life.